Crazy Hair Tour is coming. The Crazy Hair Tour is a one-night event for moms and tween daughters. You'll laugh, dance, play games, enjoy a fashion show, and hear solid biblical teaching on being totally crazy for Jesus. You and your daughter will learn how to care more about what God thinks than what the world thinks. True Girls Crazy Hair Tour. For tickets and event info, visit www.crazyhairtour.com. I am, I am, I am a true girl. Hey, welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters. Because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Dana Gresh. I'll be joined momentarily by Janet Milan and Shani McKenzie. On today's episode, we'll discuss, do we really want our daughters to be crazy for Jesus? Or is there something inside of us that kind of wants them to hold back a little? Ouch, right? Also, in honor of the Crazy Hair Tour releasing this fall, you're going to find out today that two of the three of us want to be fiery redheads. Can you guess who? Let's dive in. In honor of the Crazy Hair Tour, which we have announced coming up this fall, I'm going to ask you a hair question, guys. Mm. If you could choose any celebrity's hair as your own hair, who would you choose? It can be a real person. It could even be a cartoon. Like okay. So if you want to say Marge Simpson, you go for it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say Marge Simpson, but I kind of have two. Like back in the day, it was like Halle Berry for me. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I cut my hair because I love the, the shortcut. But there's a young lady named Issa Rae. She's an actress and she has just like, she always changes her hairstyles. Like, and it's this natural hair. It's really, really cool. So Really cool. I like her. Well, yeah, this question is kind of, it's kind of something I haven't ever told anybody, but it's really a bucket list dream of mine to one day have red hair. Oh. So I would say yes. someone like Julianne Moore, mm-hmm. Juliana Moore, Juliana, Juliana Moore, or Julianne. Emma Stone, <laughs> Emma Stone. I also would like her sass. Mm-hmm. If I get her hair, I would also like her sass. Well, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of blondes can go red pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So I might someday. have to go strawberry red, yeah. strawberry blonde right. red, Yeah. whatever. <laughs> what about carrot top? <laughs> no, okay. uh, that's not the hair I want. <laughs> okay. Or Ronald McDonald? Is that the no, kind of red? Also <laughs> not. He is terrifying. <laughs> Actually, my my celebrity hair crush is also a redhead. So back in the day, Linda Evangelista, who was a supermodel oh, at the time, yes. she had this one hairstyle where her hair was like kind of like cheekbone length and curly, and then she had these like straight, shorter bangs. And mm. I just have always wanted that. Do it, Janet. I know. I should do just it. do it. We should just make a pact. You do the that that haircut, and I'll do the red hair. Well, the problem with mine is that was maybe like twenty years ago. I saw that hairstyle, so the odds are it's not super in style now. <laughs> I think you can bring it back, Janet. Your style is great. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> this episode of the True Girl Momcast is brought to you by Bible to School. This is a program that provides free elective Bible classes to elementary school children attending public school, and they do it during the school day. Children walk or a bus to a nearby church or partner location where trained volunteers engage the children in lively worship and Bible stories. They learn how to apply the Bible lessons to their lives and pray together. How cool is that? Learn more at BibleToSchool.com. So, Dana, a while ago, you told us about something called the state of theology. And you said, this is a must read. And I did. I must read it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and the State of Theology is a report. It was a partnership between Ligonier Ministries and Lifeway Research to take the, the theological temperature of the United States. There were over 3,000 surveys completed over the course of about a month. And I wanted to share some of the key findings from the research for 2022. Okay. So about half of the U.S. Evan- evangelical Christians that they surveyed believe God does, in fact, change, that God does not remain the same, mm. that he adjusts to things going on around him and changes. Not true. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and this isn't surprising, I guess, among, among people who aren't professing Christians, the percentage of people who believe gender is a matter of choice is climbing. More yeah. and more people are rejecting the inerrancy of Scripture and saying the Bible has some good things in it, but isn't really true. So that's those are mm. people who don't confess or profess to be Christians. But the trends among U.S. evangelicals are a little more disturbing, right? And let me just clarify, when we say U.S. evangelicals in this study, this these are the questions, these are the things they agreed to, to be qualified as a U.S. evangelical, all right? Mm-hmm. They said this. They said the Bible is the highest authority for what they believe— they said it's very important for them personally to encourage non-Christians to trust Jesus Christ as their Savior. They said Jesus Christ's death on the cross is the only sacrifice that could remove the penalty of their sin. And they said only those who trust in Jesus Christ alone as their Savior receive God's free gift of, of eternal salvation. So those that's, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying the percentages here of U.S. evangelicals. They're mm-hmm. agreeing to those statements. Among U.S. evangelicals, there has been a significant increase in them who believe that God accepts the worship of all religions, including Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Wow. Wow. So it went from 48% in 2016 to 56% in 2022. So we're at more than half of the evangelicals who just agreed to all those statements I just read, believe that God accepts worship of all religions. Another significant increase for those evangelicals was in 2020, 30% of them believed Jesus was a great teacher, but not God. In 2022, that increased to 43%. Mm. My goodness. And there's a rising disbelief among evangelicals in absolute truth, the relevancy of scripture for today, and also a binary view of sex. So. Wow. wow. This is amongst evangelicals. Right. Right. Those increases were among people who agreed to all those things I said, believing in Jesus, scripture, all of it. And so this, this is where we are. Here we are, living in this world, raising daughters and sons in this world. So that's not a great, like, lighthearted way to start any podcast. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but I do want to say, you know, we, we're talking about the crazy hair tour that we're releasing in the fall. We're taking on the road. And the reason that we're doing the crazy hair tour right now at this time is because our girls need a lot of courage mm-hmm. to be crazy for Jesus. And the, the core verse, the core scripture for that tour is 1 Corinthians 5, 13 and 14. If I acted crazy, I did it for God. Christ's love has moved me to such extremes. His love has the first and last word in everything we do. And that's the whole core of what we're talking about with the Crazy Hair Tour and what we're actually going to talk about today. So Dana, True Girl, is 20 years old this year, Woo-hoo. right? And yep, you've gotten amazing. a lot of letters from moms over the years. And the letters are changing, aren't they? Yeah, they're getting a lot more serious. We're getting letters from moms who are... Not sure how to talk to their daughters about the fact that a classmate is transitioning. And we're talking about girls in first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade 
young elementary kids and they have classmates transitioning. We're getting lots of letters about depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that moms are also writing about is that their daughters are getting more withdrawn in terms of expressing their faith. They are starting to feel silenced by all the messages they're hearing in the world. And they're recognizing what we would call political incorrect messages. They're like aware of that now. Like when I was that age or when my girls were that age, they wouldn't have felt that. But these girls, the 8 to 12-year-old girls today, are feeling the pressure not to speak up and to speak truth from God's Word because it's not politically correct. I agree, Dana. And uh, our friend Susie was talking about her neighbor and talking to her neighbor boy and just asking asking him about school and stuff. And he's like, I just don't really say anything at school. And she's like, why? And he's like, because if I do... I'll be sent to the principal's office or someone will hate me. And so these kids are silencing themselves. So it's not just the kids, the peers saying, don't say that. It's like the teacher saying, no, go to the principal's office. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we want our girls to use their voices for the Lord. We don't want them to be silent. Or do we actually? Like, what if they're persecuted? Can we handle that? Have we prepared them for that? Matthew 5, 11 through 14 might be familiar to you. It's at the end of the Beatitudes, as we call them. It says this, Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Janie, how do you feel when you think about your kids being reviled, persecuted, and having others utter all kinds of evil against them falsely. How does it make you feel inside? Um, It's funny you ask that now because last week I had a conversation with um, my daughter in the car and she said that she was in class and uh, they were talking about, I don't know, I don't know, veggie tales or something. And and the young lady said to her, oh, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you have to watch stuff like that. Or um, I'm sure your parents will make you read this or, you know, something Mm -hmm. to the effect Mm -hmm. of. Um, because it was like a Christian program or a Christian book. And I was like, wow, I've never actually had to deal with that with any of my kids until now, like getting that in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it <laughs> I felt bad at first, you know, because I don't, I don't want her to feel like she's being persecuted for her faith. But then also I know that it's going to come, you know, right. and mm-hmm. you tell them that, but when it happens... It's like, oh, wait a second. Right. Is she equipped to deal with that? And does she know that, you know, there's something better on the other side of that? Right. So, And that scripture, it says to rejoice and be glad when yeah. that happens, when people mm-hmm. persecute us because of our faith in Jesus. And we often end reading that whole scripture there. Like we kind of stop. If you read in your Bible, it like kind of ends there. And then there's a new heading that says salt of the earth or, or light of the world. Like there's a new heading that we've put in there. But if you take out that Bible heading and you just keep reading in the flow of that chapter, we see a direct call to action for us and our girls to not shrink back, be silent, or just wait for it all to be over. This is what it says after that. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Shani, this makes me actually think of the podcast teaching you did last month about fruitful Mm -hmm. kindness, being fruitful, and Mm -hmm. how a fig tree was designed to bear fruit. Yeah. 
We were designed to give off light to the world. We were created to be salt. And this is telling us, hey, you know, be, be actually happy when people persecute you for me. And in fact, don't silence yourself, but continue to be the salt. You can't just be salt that has lost its taste. It's not mm-hmm. affecting anything. It's not good for anything. You can't be a light that's hidden under anything. You have to let your light shine before others so that, you may see, that others may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. So mm-hmm. do we see what's at stake if our girls silence themselves? or stop influencing the world around them out of fear. Do we talk to our girls about that? Like, what is at stake? But I get scared. Dana, do you ever get scared of your girls standing up for Jesus and what might people might say or do to them? Well, you know, so I have young adult daughters. Well, they're not even young adult daughters. They're like full adulting at this point. Um, but I have three granddaughters. And like when I think about the world that they're going to have to walk through as they go to school, two of them in just a few years. Mm-hmm. And I, I do actually, I am afraid. Afraid is the right word. Um, because what's happening right now is so rapidly changing mm-hmm. to where you really are considered uh, a speaker of hate if mm-hmm. you say things that are direct quotes from the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Shani, this makes me think of last month's teaching also about kindness because we see t-shirts and hats and everything everywhere that say, kindness is cool, be kind, kindness is, you know, king or whatever. And But it's telling us that kindness actually is to silence your voice. Don't have any opinions. Don't ever speak the truth in love. Don't ever speak something different from how someone else lives or you're being unkind. But that's not what scripture is telling us. Scripture is telling us, be the light of the world. Be the salt of the earth, because if you don't, it's not going to impact the world around you, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have some definitions to clear up with our girls about what is kind, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. What is love? Being crazy for Jesus means living a life of impact. Mm-hmm. Being crazy for Jesus is being salt, being light, being full of love for people and speaking the truth in love when it's when it's appropriate. Yeah, I've heard it described once as um, if you were next door to a house that was on fire, you wouldn't walk over and politely knock on the door and be like, excuse me, I'm so sorry, um, but your house is on fire. No, you would beat down the door. If they didn't answer, you would break windows in. Right. You would do anything you could to get them to safety. And it is a kind thing to do that. And I think many of the times when we think speaking truth is going to hurt someone, and there's certainly ways you can say truthful things in hateful ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But if your heart is right, and if you're speaking the truth of God's word with the right heart, uh, it is a kindness to say things that might be inconvenient or abrupt or um, even painful at the moment. Nobody wants to be awakened from their sleep in the middle of the night. It's kind of rude, but that rudeness is actually a form of rescue. And we have to have that mentality right now, or we're not going to say the things that need to be said. Right. And the crazy hair tour, some themes we talk about is the idea that being normal is overrated. And girls, especially our younger girls, they want to be normal. There's very few of them who just really want to be different from everybody else. I mean, mm-hmm. Even the girls who want to be different still want to be accepted, right? Because they're still formulating all of that in their minds and who they are. And But we want to teach them, like, okay, everybody wants to, to feel accepted and loved. But if that's your highest goal, if that's your idol in your life, then you're probably not being salt and light. 
mm-hmm. which is a life of impact. Being crazy for Jesus means that normal, being normal and fully accepted by everybody, it, they just don't work together. Being crazy for Jesus and being accepted by everyone don't don't work together. Yeah, and going back to your stats at the beginning, Janet, it's not going to just be the lost out there in the world that don't accept you if you embrace the truth of God. Okay. It's going to be people who are in the row at church sitting next to you. It's going to be people that are, um, you know, Christian leaders that just disagree with a lot of really core truths of the Bible. And so you have to prepare your daughter to just be like, you know what, I don't know that I, um, I'm not going to base my opinion on what you think. I'm going to base my opinion on the Word of God. And this is what the Word of God has taught me, Mm -hmm. and this is what my mom and dad say about this particular topic, according to the Word of God, and I'm going to stand in that confidently. Right. And it's not just about our voices, our physical voices, is it? It's how, how we live, how the girls live. Do you live a normal a life that looks normal to everybody else? Do you dress in a way that looks normal to everybody else? Is is God's word really having the first and last word? Is his love having this, the first and last word in everything you say and do, not just in your words? And so that's, that's what we're calling these girls to um, with the Crazy Hair Tour. We want them to live lives of courage because... The moms are freaked out <laughs> and the moms are looking for help and I'm I'm in the same I'm in the same boat like I want my girls and my my kids to just live in lives that are crazy for Jesus and abundant and fruitful for him but I'm a little scared of what that might look like you know and we want the girls to know they're not alone there's something powerful about being in a room full of like several hundred other girls who believe the same thing you do who are also wanting to be crazy for Jesus like you are not alone and moms I want you to know we say this a lot here on the momcast you are not alone. There's so many other moms who want their children who are trying to raise their kids according to the truth of God's word that you're not alone. You're not the only one. And our girls, we want them to be crazy for Jesus, and they also need to know that will most likely mean persecution will come on some level or another. And we have to decide how we feel about that as moms and what we're going to teach our daughters about persecution and being crazy for Jesus. Shani and Dana, Psalm 127, 4 through 5 says, our kids are like arrows. We're to view our kids as weapons. In light of this conversation of wanting our girls to be crazy for Jesus, how did this make you think and feel? When you think about persecution, about salt and light, about our kids being like weapons. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard for me to think that way. Like, honestly, Janet... Um, that verse actually talks about that that weapon will be used when there are accusers at the city gate. So it really is this like warfare of you're standing up for truth. You're teaching your children to stand up for truth. They're actually the weapons you shoot out into the world when you're being accused and when there are people who are mocking what you believe. And mm-hmm. Janet, I never really thought about this until I read your book. I am an absolute Janet Milan fan. <laughs> so um, she has a book called Arrows Make Terrible Crowns. The subtitle is How the Holy Spirit Healed My View of Motherhood. If that doesn't make you want to read the book, ugh, it's so good. I've read it like five times. It's a really easy read. But in there, you talk about this topic about how our children are arrows. And it's I'd never really looked at that verse or thought about that, but there's this absolute trust in God mm-hmm. that is required for you to be willing to use your child in that way. And that's kind of what it is. It's like teaching them the truth and then saying, okay, go out there into the world and be a weapon of warfare. 
That's a scary thought. Yeah. That makes me shake in my shoes. Yeah. It's not like, it's not really pretty. Like you might see mm-hmm. on a t-shirt, like I'm raising arrows for Jesus. But like the point of, the point of it literally and figuratively, figuratively is the arrow punctures something. The arrow is causing damage and you're releasing that arrow to make a grotesque impact really. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's, that's the thing as parents, like, okay, once my kid makes this impact, what happens, you know, and we have to prepare them to rejoice and be glad when yeah. others persecute them. Cause we want, we want our kids to be celebrities. We want them to be teachers. <laughs> we want them to be doctors and lawyers. We don't necessarily want them to be persecuted. Right. And that is what's going to happen if we continue to train them to live in the word of God. Nancy Guthrie um, has a Great book. And Janet, I think you read it as well. Um, just praying through the word for your children. Um, and so you, it's throughout the year. And she had a devotional about that very thing, just mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. the fact that mm-hmm. we want our children to be all of these things, the things that the world considers successful in many ways. And, you know, it's not all bad, right? Um, but sometimes we're so hyper focused on that that we're not teaching them, hey, there's persecution that comes with this walk. And so like when I hear about the arrows, what I think about is have I equipped them to be weaponized, if you will, you know, have I equipped them to make that impact? Like, are they just getting the truth from me and from, you know, getting into the word with us or are they equipped to be able to seek that truth and go out Mm -hmm. and pierce, um, Mm-hmm. So yeah, it <laughs> makes and, me think. And you need to read the book. Let me just, I'm just going to be blatant, <laughs> shameless here. I'll put a link in the show notes to make sure you get a, to- a copy of it because it is really a sobering thought. And I think if you're not careful to meditate on it and understand it, uh, we're going to fail to do it. And mm-hmm. it's so important for the future of the church right now that we don't shy away from this. But hey, I have some good news and I want to share it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Girls are doing this. Um, the news is not all bad. True Girl is helping girls do this. Moms are helping girls do this. I want to play you guys a clip of Victoria Mana. She is an arrow. And we recently heard from her and I asked her to record what she emailed to me. Let's listen. Hi, my name is Victoria Mana and I'm 11 years old. I live in Sydney, Australia, and I listen to the True Girl podcast, which I love. I have also read many of your books, including Lies Girls Believe. In school, we were asked to write a persuasive text about what we would do with $100, and I wrote that I would give it to the creators of True Girl. I have attached my persuasive text, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for everything that you do. What I would do with $100. If I had just been given $100, I would absolutely choose to give it to Dana Gresh and Stacey Rudolph. The reasons being that they encourage girls to be proud of being a Christian, they do special podcasts, and they help with moments or emotions in everyday life. I don't know about you, but we need more Christians in this world, especially since there's more drama and madness than there was years ago. Wow. Yeah, that's what a crazy for Jesus girl looks like, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Hearing little voice like that speak so clearly and fearlessly gives me hope. 
So here's the call to action. Mom, pray out Matthew 5 for your daughter. To make this easy, go to our show notes and you'll find a bookmark you can download for free that has a scripture already written out as a prayer. The prayer helps you release your daughter into the joy that comes with being crazy for Jesus and releases her to not go radio silent for fear of being hated. Join us next month where we'll be talking about how to help your daughter deal with the fear of failure. And moms, don't forget to share, share, share this podcast and subscribe. Hey, right now we're shipping our True Girl subscribers the Crazy Hair Box. It includes tools to give your daughter the courage she needs to stand out for Jesus and not go along with the crowd. We want her to live for Jesus in a world that doesn't love him. This box is really special for a lot of reasons, but I am most excited about our brand new True Girl original music CD. That's right, the True Girl Crazy for Jesus CD, our second music project, is in this box. The songs feature Carmen Justice, Stacey Rudolph, and the one and only Rebecca St. James. The Crazy Hair Box also contains a very wacky LED hair headband. You're going to want to wear that this fall to the Crazy Hair Tour. It also has other crazy things to get your daughter thinking about being courageous in her faith. Of course, the mom-daughter date is on point for this box as you talk about what makes your family appear crazy. The Devos, written by a bunch of amazing friends of True Girl, will help your daughter get into God's Word every day. Let's remind our girls that normal is so overrated and there's nothing like standing up for Jesus. And hey, I just want to give you a taste of this fantastic music. So as I said, this is our second project. And hey, I am excited to share with you one of my favorite songs from the Crazy for Jesus album. This is Great to Be a Girl. The music and lyrics are by David Tulin and Carmen Justice. We can do 